When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. All right, good afternoon. Happy Friday. Lori and Julia show My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Holly Robertson for Lori today. And uh, today we do have our final pair of Bon Jovi tickets to give away. And we'll do that, of course, with having you guess the celebrity voice. We'll let you know when that's on the way. We're going to do, of course, Beat Shazam today. Oh, thank God. Can't and, wait. Uh, it's all, well, I'm not even going to give away the theme right now. We'll, we'll get to it later. Don't tell us Ooh, yet. Yeah. Don't tell us okay, yet. All right. Okay, so here is the deal, people. Um, we had a miserable day at the Olympics, and I'm talking oh, no. about we no. being no. the really? plural Americans. Oh, oh, oh um, no, First dear. of all, I have such a huge bone to pick with NBC primetime, and I'll tell you why. They're getting, like, horrible ratings at night during their primetime show, Okay, and I'm going to tell you why. All right. They don't play and show what the people want. And what do the people want? Ice skating. They didn't even show it until mine even got cut off. They didn't even start showing us. Remember when we talked to Rachel Blount yesterday yes. at 4 30 yes. time? Our time it was 7 30 a.m. 7 30 there, and she said in three hours, 10 30 Korea time, she right. was going to the figure skating. Right. So they had it all done up yeah. and ready to package up and have us watch at night. But no, they made us sit through luge stuff, oh, skeleton the, stuff. Oh, the nerve. The nerve. No, the but, nerve. but here's what I'm but asking. But it was really a bummer because I not, never got to see Nathan Chen mm-hmm. skate. He was supposed to win the gold medal. He's <laughs> no, the he's not. two-time <laughs> national medal. <laughs> he's in 17th place. He fell every single yeah. time he jumped, but I had to watch it online. I didn't get to see this amazing um, Vincent Zhao, the Japanese kid who just was out of this world and he completed a quad Lutz and he's supposed to just, he was kind of a, they were just building up their team and added him to it. Yeah. And everyone throws Winnie the Poos at him when he's, Oh yeah. He's incredible. Go watch his world championship from last year. It's perfection, but, but they don't show this. I mean, I had to sit through so much other stuff. Mm. It's interesting. And because I haven't watched Admittedly, I've watched it every night. I have not. I've watched zero minutes of primetime Olympic coverage. Do they package the stories and then they have the, the little motifs or they're just showing straight it was, Olympic coverage? They did a little bit of both. I mean, last night, what I got to say, see a lot of is the men's giant slalom. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's uh, a Saturday okay. afternoon viewing for me. Oh, is it? <laughs> it really is. Wasn't aware. <laughs> I mean, but skating is something that I think is more universal for a lot of people. And it just... I don't know why they're not packaging packaging yeah, it earlier. Like my mom's been trying to watch it, but you know they don't even start showing it till like nine thirty ten. Yeah. You know the only logic that I can put behind this is that they want to save their prime time ice skating coverage until the medal skates. You know when it, it, they're skating for the gold, like well, right there. They're not doing that for the other stuff. I had to see all of the qualifying rounds for this woman snowboarding. Which gosh, that looks scary. Snowboarding <laughs> cross, yeah cross, snowboarding, whatever. 
They never showed. You know, I watched every single qualifying round, and then our girl took fourth. And then you were let down. And I'm like, no. come on, I want to see the skating. So really, and I get it that they have this footage. They could just do it, mix it in a little bit better. Sure, yeah. It was the short program. It's half, it's part, a big part of the score for these men skaters. So I was just like, oh, come on. I had them watch it on my darn computer. It was really, and I'll just let everyone know if you wonder why they did throw the Winnie the Poohs when that Japanese skater, Vincent, skated. Um, it's because he, when he started skating, he'd put like a little stuffed Winnie the Pooh on the ledge to watch him skate is a good luck charm. Yeah, it's Yuzuru Hanyu. Mm-hmm. And, and so every time he skates... I had Vincent. It's not Vincent, no. <laughs> I was like, who's Vincent? But Yuzuru Hanyu, he's the Japanese uh, uh, figure skater and they do they throw all the little Winnie the Poohs mm-hmm. at him. They, I guess it was like a Winnie the Pooh shower. Donnie, what are the people saying? Uh, well, Amy's going to tell you what your, her thoughts all are. All right, Amy, tell me your thoughts. Well, I agree that it's on too late, but it's on that late because they're showing it live as it as it's happening in South Korea. But but they're not. Are you sure? Because Rachel was on her way there yesterday morning when we talked to her. Well, they said that last night when I watched it that oh, they they, it was live from South Korea. The men's figure skating. Oh, I didn't know that it was live. Okay. All right, but I agree that it should be on. It should be recapped and shown like during the day, the next day, or something. Something it's so late because you can't even but, really get it, and no one else can have the footage because the NBC, you know, charges a gazillion dollars for anyone else to even put the footage anywhere to see. Right. So, but didn't you get to know everybody in the skiing and in the snowboard cross and? Are you watching it? Are you enjoying the stuff? Well, we lost her. Oh, we no, lost okay. her. Oh well, well not, it sounds like she's watching it and that she's yeah. invested in the coverage. I don't. I, I comment about you know the NBC Sports Network mm-hmm. shows stuff, but not everybody get can get that. I mean, you have to get cable, and you yeah. have to get a certain package of cable to get the NBC Sports but Network. It, yeah, mm-hmm. and they're showing stuff earlier in the evening. Oh, I just went crazy, and I'm like, come on! You just want to see the. I figure just skating. wanted to see it, but anyway, I did see our one guy Adam Rippin, and he was the very first skater last. I guess if it's live, he was the first one. He had a beautiful skate, but he doesn't have a quad in his package. And he is a lot of fun. He's so much fun. He got seventh place. Well, that's something to bring home, I no, guess. he was great. Uh, he, he didn't have a quad in his package. Oh, well, that sounded bad. It's <laughs> no, than... I know. I like it, though. He didn't have a quad. You need a quad these days. Mm-hmm. You've got to be able to... What did Donnie call him yesterday? The jumps or the whips or the lunges? Or... <laughs> Donnie had a funny... He know. doesn't... They're doing too many of these things. But if that's why it's not on... That's why it's not on. I know it. We've got um, we've got a little man candy heading in this afternoon. Donnie, is that confirmed? Is it because they're trying to show it live? Uh, Yeah, it's it's all this. You know, yeah, you can watch it on NBC SN, NBC Sports Network, where they're showing it live. Uh, which is fine if you have that. I do. Or you can watch it online if you have Comcast. Okay. I do. Like that. Yeah, you do. (laughs) I just kind of think it's people that don't. Well, Donnie. So you just have to, you have to go out there and find your Olympic coverage. It is not going to come to you during NBC primetime. Today's the big one with Lindsey Vaughn. She is, but anyway, no U.S. people meddled yesterday. I mean, we really are in fifth place. Norway has 15. I think we only have eight. Come on, USA. Didn't a uh, a woman skier win gold? No. Oh, yesterday or the day before in a different thing. No, she won fourth in slalom. Okay. I could have sworn I just saw Me, she broke down and was crying because she won gold. Was it Michaela Schifrin? Yes. 
She won a gold medal in something because she broke down right. at the bottom of the hill. Here is the medal race so far, according to the NBC Olympics. So Norway has 19 oh, medals nice total. Germany has 15. The Netherlands has 13 right now. The United States has eight medals total. Yeah. Five gold, one silver, two bronze. Yeah. We are in fifth place right now. Mm-hmm. All right, people. Well, I hope Lindsey Vaughn gets one. Yes, I'm I do. Sure, I'm certain she'll get something. I think so. So but go, Lindsay. Who knows? All right, so when we come back, there were signs, people. There were many, many signs we'll discuss. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this lovely, sunny Friday. I just want to let everyone know thanks for weighing in on how to watch the Olympics. Someone said, Julia, get to know your DVR. And our promo just said, home of the DVR experts. Didn't it? Yeah. So there yeah. was a sense of irony I, it was in, very in our rejoin that it we was. just had. No, the point is, you yes, you DVR it, and you watch it the next day. But what if you just want to go home in the evening and no, not I have d- to worry about watching it the next day? I DVR it and watch it that, yeah, I didn't stay up late enough last that's, night, well, that's but it what runs I mean. out. It runs out. Your DVR runs out. What you're yeah. saying no, is that you... primetime runs out. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah, because exactly. then the evening news happens at 10 o'clock at yeah. night. No, it doesn't on that channel till like at 10.30 or 11, I think. these. I want NBC the for yeah. the Olympic coverage. What abs? What Goes abs? to show let's how much on. Olympics I have been yeah. watching. What Let abs, us move people? on to something that is very, very okay. interesting. There were Have you recovered signs. yet, Julia? I need, to, I need to check in with you. I did. I, you know, Lori had to weigh in. Well, of oh course. You. Well, Can't the woman where, just go on vacation? Isn't she on a, like some place Good with palm Lord. trees and, and drinks just, with umbrellas I in them? I laughing and I was actually really excited to hear from her. <laughs> I miss my Lori son. Um, so she had to weigh in and here's what she said. On the breakup of mm-hmm. Jennifer Aniston yeah. and said, Justin Thoreau. What? I knew it all Um, all. Let's see here. <laughs> OMG. Another, um, the school shooting. Aniston, neither is surprising, especially since we know um, they were weird. And she's talking about Jennifer Aniston and Justin Thoreau because they invited 20 people on their honeymoon to Bora Bora. They they did. That always drove her crazy. And she says there were many signs. And here's the one that I didn't pick up on. But now we will all know for the future. Great. Whenever your house as a celebrity is featured in architectural design, it's because it's going on the market. That's a sign I missed. So here's just a little recap of the breakup of Jen and Justin. We will discuss afterwards. Let's play Cut One, Donald. They were one of Hollywood's biggest power couples. Guys, hold that smile. But after seven years, Jennifer Aniston and Justin Thoreau are calling it quits. In a joint statement, the pair says the decision was mutual and lovingly made at the end of last year. We are two best friends who have decided to part ways as a couple, but look forward to continuing our cherished friendship. The announcement comes just days after Aniston's 49th birthday and right after she opened up their $21 million L.A. home for the March issue of Architectural Digest. She even tells the magazine, I look around at my husband and my dogs in our home and there's nowhere else I want to be. The pair met in 2008 on the set of Tropic Thunder, then started dating in 2011 after playing an on-screen couple in Wanderlust. In August of 2015, they tied the knot in their Bel Air home and Justin gushed to Robin about married life. It's fantastic. Something really does shift, and it's in a wonderful way. But they haven't been spotted together in a while. Aniston went solo to Ellen's 60th and celebrated her own birthday with friends. And while promoting his film Mute, Thoreau said he and Aniston would not be together on her February 11th birthday 
or on Valentine's Day. In fact, their last public appearance was this past summer at Jason Bateman's Hollywood Walk of Fame star ceremony, and the last picture shared of them together was posted by Thoreau in August. Moving forward, the pair says whatever else is printed about us that is not directly from us is someone else's fictional narrative, adding, above all, we are determined to maintain the deep respect and love that we have for one another. And this was Thoreau's first marriage. Of course, it was Aniston's second after divorcing Brad Pitt. But, Michael, that was 2005, and some people are still upset about that. So hopefully Justin and Jennifer <laughs> are okay. Would that be? But I think it's going to take fans a while to get over this one. Okay. Is it really going to take, take us no, that long? I, I was no, going to ask, is me. it really going to take, gonna us, take a while? us that long? But now here is the part. I mean, this was such a weird thing because yesterday at the beginning of the show, I just said, I think something's up. We have yes. not seen these two people together. Yes. And he missed some major events last week. And so then later in their show yesterday, we find out that they have indeed split. Right. Um, if you look back at some of the pictures from the last year, her arm is always more over him than his is around her. Mm. I noticed. Mm. Um, they're speculating a lot of it was over where they would live. He's a New York guy. She's yep. an L.A. girl. Yeah. yeah. Um, and he hated the paparazzi. And with that's Jennifer right. Aniston, that's part of the package. Right. So here's a gal from People Magazine who sat down and um, she said she goes over the signs of the breakup. And we're joined by People Magazine's executive editor, Kate Coyne. And, and Kate... I didn't see this coming, but you said there were some major red flags. There were definitely some red flags, and I think one of the more notable ones was actually that Architectural Digest cover story that they did just a few weeks ago. Um, those in the know understand that an Architectural Digest cover for a celebrity is very often a way of indicating that your house is soon going to be up for sale. And uh -huh. so that cover happening, we all saw that and thought, that house is not long for this relationship. That, that house is going on the market. Also, they didn't pose together in any of the photos. So when that. Will and Jada did Architectural Digest, when Faith and Tim did it, they were together in the photos. There were no photos of Jen and Justin together in that story. Yeah, I figured out the house is for sale after it goes in the Architectural Digest, but yes. the whole separation, you were deeper than me on that one. <laughs> and, and, and couples recently, they've been spending a lot of time apart. They well. really have. I mean, you know, you talk about red flags, not being together for Valentine's Day, not being together for her birthday. Um, those are red flags. But even more tellingly, they weren't together for her birthday, but he also didn't post any well wishes to her on Instagram. Instagram like he did last year. Last year, there was a whole ode to her on his Instagram. This year, silence. Oof, I tell you, all these little clues. And, clues. And, and you said you found something interesting about the statement that they released. I think in their statement, a lot of people will be focusing on, well, they say they're still best friends. But the more interesting thing are these two words, fictional narrative. And that, to me, is a sign that they're already aware of what the next beat is in this story. And that's here come the brat. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. 
Brad and Jen reunion yeah. stories. And all the tabloids are going to go to town with this idea that Brad and Jen are going to get back together. And so in their statement, they're already getting ahead of that a little bit by saying, don't believe these fictional narratives. Don't believe the stuff that you're going to be hearing. If it doesn't come from us, it's bogus. You know, and so sorry, people who want the Brad and Jen reunion. <laughs> you shouldn't get your hopes up for that. Yeah, don't get your hopes yeah, up no. for that at all. And they say they, they're going to stay close friends. That's, that's, that's tough in any relationship. Do you think Everybody that that's says possible? that. It might actually be possible for them. For starters, they don't have kids together, and so uh, they may be able to revert back to the friendship that they had before becoming romantically involved. One of the best indications of that may be the fact that uh, they say they split at the end of last year, but we know they spent New Year's Eve together in Cabo San Lucas. So mm -hmm. they may have already had like a, a breakation, if that's a word we can coin now. They yeah. broke up and still went on vacation together anyway. So maybe they'll be able to pull it off. Okay, so when they were last seen together, when just Jason Bateman got his walk on the Hollywood um, Walk of Fame last summer, yeah, that was it. We have not seen oh, them together except long, for huh? in a bikini. She's in a red bikini, mm -hmm. and they're in Cabo, and there's a right, tele yeah, long yeah. telephoto lens on New Year's Eve. So their last public outing was in yeah. the summer. Yep, and and Jason Bateman and his wife, who were close friends with them invited them both there as a last ditch effort. Oh. Let's try to get these two mm. together. People who saw them, it was the guys hanging out with the guys, the girls were hanging out with the gear girls and there was really no love connection there. It was more of a group dynamic. It was. And so they've spent months and months apart. He is a New York guy. He likes his diverse group of friends. They're not all in the industry. He likes to hop on his motorcycle or just go walk. It he said he really wanted her to be comfortable in New York. He even negotiated with the paparazzi, which drove him crazy, to make a deal that they would only shoot her one time a day when they left the home together. Ooh. And he agreed to move to a different apartment. Yeah, so and he was really he open. He was trying to do stuff, but she just never got settled in there. Yeah. Um, and according to other people, they were a great couple. They cared a lot about each other. He was always protective about her. They both wanted it to work, but... Then it didn't. And he started to get um, really more into his career. Yeah, it was so he's off. and he's his career really has taken off well, because, since they became since they got together. She already had two hundred mil in the bank. Yeah, yeah, she was money. she was doing okay, she, but it, the leftovers was. happened during their marriage, yep. and also more writing, and yep. he's in movies now mm -hmm. and more, and and he's got a Netflix um, TV show that's coming out. Let me see what it's called. Um, I don't know what it's called, but there's a little. A uh, bit more, and we will discuss what is going on with the selling of that mansion. Oh, oh my gosh. Is it gorgeous? Oh. Dream home. Mm -hmm. I don't yeah, have $21 million, about, but let's all pool our money yeah. together. She talked okay. about how she loved being there with him. It was so comfortable. And the dog. And but the, the dog. people who work for Architectural Digest said they were sworn to secrecy, but there were so many signs. Oh, okay. ah. All right. Stay with us. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julie on My Talk 1071. You My can Talk. We are going to switch gears a little bit. We um, are delighted. We have Carl Champley with us. Car Carl is an author. A TV star, an actor, um, a master builder, has won seven Tele Awards, and he's from Australia, and he's with us. He's in town for um, the Minneapolis Home and Remodeling Show that is this weekend at U.S. Bank Stadium. It starts today, and it goes through Sunday, I believe. Hi, Carl. Hey, how are you? Welcome. Thank you for having us here. A oh, of course. This is, yes. this is bigger than Super Bowl, right? Oh, huge. Because we're at the U.S. Bank Stadium? Yes, huge. bigger than the Super Bowl. Huge. Yes. Well, this is exciting. I guess I haven't been to an event at U.S. Bank Stadium outside of 
football and baseball. So this must, it's beautiful in there and there's great light. So I guess a lot of people can, you know, see what's going on. Are you going to be giving? It's stunning. It's like a, it's like a big glass house. You know, I couldn't work it out because I'm, I'm from Australia, as Uh as you can probably tell. I'm a bit further south and and I'm living in Los Angeles. So, you know, I'm not used to this cold weather. It is brutal. It's not even cold. It's refreshing. Oh, you know, you're (laughs) having a heat wave. It's like 20 degrees outside. Yeah, trust Julia, it's not even cold outside. It's not even cold. Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe it. We're in the stadium and it's actually not cold. It's in fact quite warm. It's lovely. How do you warm a space like that? I have no idea. I think the sun comes in. I mean, that is a beautiful space. We could be growing tomatoes in there. You'd be growing tomatoes. I love it. I love it. Okay, so, you know, I'm not really familiar with your shows, but I'm a huge fan of HGTV. HGD. HGTV. I'm a little nervous. And um, (laughs) D, Do It Yourself Network. So tell us about your show. Oh, my gosh. Um, Well, basically... I started, let me see, I started back in 2001. I come over here to do a, um, to do Pirates of the Caribbean, funny enough, to rig the ship. And they kept, they stuck my ugly mug, mug on it for like uh, three months. And then I was going back to Australia because the construction Hey, wait cup, a minute. You came over here. To, to do the Pirates of the Caribbean, the film, to, to rig the ship and just to do a, a couple of silly, silly things on that. And they kept me for three months. And then I was going back to Australia, but then I was approached to do this home improvement show. And I'm like, ah, this is great. It's like, yeah, I'm not that interested in drama and tears. I said, no, this is the real thing, teaching people how to build things. Mm-hmm. And and I was just saying to, uh, I've got Renee here, the, the head honcho of this uh-huh. uh, home From remodeling show. That's right. She's and a head um, I was just saying, you know, they bought back then, it's where they bought 56 episodes and then it was 39 and it just kept on. And 350 later and it's been 16 years and I'm still here. Oh. But the shows was like, it was a little show called Dear Water the Rescue. We did like 120 episodes of that and then Wasted Spaces and then Ellen's Design Challenge and yes. they throw mm-hmm. me on uh, Home and Family occasionally back there in LA as well. Do you I, love it? I do. It's mm-hmm. a nice uh, comparison to what I do because I'm a hands-on contractor designer right? and I work a lot with the NKBA which is National Kitchen and Bath Association as well and they fly me around the world looking at what trends are. I come back to the US and I share I'm with so designers as to what's happening in the next 5, 10, 20 years. Tell us nice. right now. <laughs> Julia right wants now. to know. She is tears. in the mood for no, DIY. <laughs> I, I want to know because I was looking you up and I was on your, you've written a book, um, Same Place, More Space, yep. so you do a lot of editing and work and that kind of thing. Yeah. I don't really have time for it, but like you know, it's amazing. I'll build you the Taj Mahal, but writing a book is is tough. One, we don't have time for it, but it's brutal. Mm-hmm. But um, but as far as trends go, you know what my favorite trend trend is is the fact is you know it's not really about trends. It's about making the house suit yourself. Yeah, and that's what's wonderful. So it's like you know we're fragile creatures. We're not here forever. So make your home suit yourself. The main thing is is just get in there and clear the clutter and just get some sort of efficiency going on and just. You know, it can be urban eclectic where you have certain things you've got from travels. Highlight it. But generally minimal, open, light spaces makes you feel better and it just gives you that smoother operation so you can get outside the house and live a life. And that's probably something that you do in wasted spaces a lot is is looking at a person's space yeah. and you, realizing and staging and, and just being getting rid of the Correct. clutter. You said you said just that. And yeah. it's like, oh, you you can visualize all of these missed opportunities and you show True. those to people. Yeah, you know, and it could be something like um, in the attic. It could be something in the basement. It could be under the stairs. It's refiguring the kitchen. There's so many great opportunities. And the show was popular because... Uh, uh, Everyone watching could go away with something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it could be like, okay, you got a staircase and it's kind of shaded. Hey, turn into a little winery. 
you know, story wine bottles mm-hmm. and whatnot. There's a lot of fun projects and very doable projects mm-hmm. people can do. And the fun thing about all of this is you're inside the envelope of your home. It's not going to cost you that much money, but the effort and the time you're putting forward will appreciate the value of the home. So it makes you feel kind of good when you do oh, it. Oh, it always does. You know? About, you know, I'm right now I'm getting ready to remodel my bathroom and I'm doing, I had already done some stuff in my kitchen and I just look at how the materials are changing so oh, much. Oh, absolutely. And um, is there something that you, I'm going to make you tell me a couple trends. I don't care. I mean, I want to know, is there <laughs> I'm, something? I'm not allowed to say that. Is there something, I know that you like green. You know, mm-hmm. you're trying, you know, you like to do um, things that are green. And as long as it's sensible, yes. Yes, and makes sense. Is there anything like in um, showers or saunas or steams or something that is really kind of exciting right now or wine cabinets? I mean, you talked about a wine cellar. Oh, the, there's many. I think what's what's kind of exciting and, and, and a safe bet is because, you know, if we're about to dump some money into our home, we still want it to look pretty chic in 5, 10, 15 years, mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, we want to fo- you want to focus on also to lifestyle. If you've got kids, you don't want necessarily like a porous sort of like um, marble countertop. You know, the sile stones, the cambrias, the quartzite stones are fantastic for Way that. Way to hit However, on the hometown team. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, they are great. However, I'm going to back up are. a bit. And the thing about it too is with the trends that will last forever is we need the natural element in the home. So natural yes. woods, natural stones, marbles, granites, limestones. Get that on more of a vertical surface, mm-hmm. and 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 that to me is exciting because when you think about natural stone, you'll if you've got a slab. Actually, at the show there was a few um, exhibitors there, and they were highlighting it with backlights, oh, so cool. you could see the beauty of the stone. You'd be the only one on the planet to have that piece of stone, and when you look at that, it's actually millions of years old. It could be a marble, it could be a quartz, it could be a granite. So. That's what's happening now. It's really making... Like, like would you highlight like lighting from above if it was a, uh, a granite countertop? No, you really can put the lights behind the stone Underneath so the lights it, come really through it and you can see the veins and, and the fossils and all of that sort of thing. So my I hadn't theory is, thought of that. I love that idea. No, it's great. And of course, you'll choose the right stone sure. for that to do it. That's kind of translucent. So, you know, the surface and the hardworking areas go for like a solid... Um, a solid surface mm-hmm. countertop, but really highlight the natural beauty. And I think by bringing the outdoors in just kind of makes it warm and cozy. Yeah. It does. And so it you're does. saying lighting is a really important oh, element. It's huge. Of it home huge. improvement and yeah. something that you can probably do yourself yep. relatively easily. Yeah. And also, too, when you look at Australia, it's interesting, and I'm not giving... Uh, really the Aussies much credit because we're, we're very modern and we're very much ahead in the design world, but it's not the Aussies. It's the Mediterranean influence back in the seventies where we have a lot of, we have more Greeks in Melbourne, Australia. We're at, 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 I think Athens is the highest population. The second is Melbourne, Australia. I did not so we know. Have a big European influence. So as a result, they wanted all the things they loved about home in their own country in Australia. And that's why we've kind of become ahead a little bit on the design world. So, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, very interesting design methods of what has been used there is what I'm, I guess I'm, I'm sharing with the U.S. Mm-hmm. and what can be done here mm-hmm. with natural stones and, and whatnot. And, and that's something that you really like. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Absolutely. And, you know, anything that you can fondle and touch every day, windows, good windows, good doors, a good uh, quality uh, countertop and that, that's mm-hmm. really what we should be focused on. And, again, it's all about making it efficient so you can just... It can be simple, it can be efficient, you can get outside Mm -hmm. and live a happy life. What do you think about, okay, so what do you think about everybody putting their TV up on their wall as art? 
Um, you know no. the big screen TV because yeah. this well, is for a start. I mean, this is just it, they're above fireplaces. They're in the middle of rooms now. Yeah. I mean, well, above fireplaces is always a mistake. It's not the heat. It's too high. No, it isn't because when you sit on the sofa, for everyone listening in, when you sit on the sofa, your eye line needs to be level with the television, and you'll go, "Come on, Carl, that's too low." That's the position I know. where a television and, should and be. And people put mm-hmm. it so high. I know. Yeah, and they walk around like that. I know. Um, so it's good to, if you have the luxury of having a separate media room, fantastic. Keep your lounge room, your bedroom just for what that's meant to be. Right. You know, but the thing about it is too, is if you create a niche and you insert the television, I know TV's now a paper thin, but insert the TV into the wall, put a piece of art. You know? and, and then open it or something Absolutely. or do some or slide a door or something. Well, or, you know what? There's mm-hmm. hardware now. You can have the barn style door hardware. Uh-huh. So popular will be from now on because uh, I used to do the trend reports for the NKBA. Um, there are pictures. Because everyone there knows are doors. who the NKBA is, Oh, the right? National Kitchen and Bath Association. <laughs> but there's <laughs> windows and doors that you can slide now and it's hard to see where the hardware is. So you can put artwork in, that, in front of televisions now and slide out of the way and it's like, oh, there's the TV. Mm-hmm. You can do it remotely. So there's no real excuse now. If you don't like seeing the TV, you don't have to. You don't have to. Can Wonderful. you stay with us a couple more minutes? I'd love to. All right, we got to take a quick break. We're talking with Carl Champley. He's in town. He's headlining the Minneapolis Home and Remodeling Show, and I think you're going to be giving presentations yes. and meeting everyone, and everyone can come and shake hands with him. He's hugely popular. Oh, we'll be right please. back. This is Lori and Julia on My Talk 107.1. Welcome back, everybody. We have a man from down under here. Um, where it's summer, but he lives in California. We're with um, Carl Champley. He is an HGTV and do-it-yourself network um, TV star, a author. He does great stuff. You hosted a radio show, I understand. I did for eight years. Yeah, did you love it? You know what? I did. I did because I could do it in my PJs like you guys right now. You're exactly. Not much at all. Usually, but we. Yeah, but it's no, Friday. I'm girl. just kidding, it's everybody. I'm just kidding. Friday, we've not, we, I'm not allowed to ask you to take off your shirt like I used to do to the men who came in here. Uh-uh. I was terrible for years. And you asked, what's up with the man wall? Can I tell you, girls? Mm-hmm. I was a bit afraid to come and do this interview. Lori's I was on, warned about you girls. Uh, no, uh, no, Carl, don't be afraid because, like Julia was going to say, that Lori is on vacation. Now she is the one. My other partner. Her oh, other I partner. See. Yes. Okay. She's on vacation, so okay. she would have liked to. Oh, okay. So you're in town. The uh, Minneapolis yeah. Home and Remodeling Show is going. Going on Saturday and Sunday Come at and US Bank Stadium. Yes, and you're going to be giving some presentations. And the other people who are there are the um, the Madcap Cottage guys, mm-hmm. and they're they are a big darn deal. I love going to these kind of shows because it gives so many people ideas. You get to meet with so many different vendors. It does see cool things that are happening. It does, and you know, to walk through uh, this is actually a good size show, and it's it's exciting just to see that US Bank Stadium building. It's fascinating, but to walk around, it is brutally cold here. But you walk around, you're seeing all the indoor, the outdoor stuff, and it's a it's kind of a, um, a, a bit of sunshine comes through the roof, and it's like okay. I'm excited and empowered to do this in spring or, you know, just to get organized for the year. I That's love the exciting. ideas. It's when people kind of start thinking yeah. of good things to do. And the garden piece of it, um, do they have garden stuff going on there too? It's just more home remodeling and everything. Okay. Mm-mm. They've Bong, got a little. The wrong other, show. No, it's Indoor kind of. green spaces. You're kind of a little correct, maybe 10%. <laughs> because there is, uh, you know, the dining experience today um, is is extending from the home outside, so you see a little bit of outdoor entertaining. There's outdoor furniture, so you are right. Aren't there's a little um, bit. to a little point, mm-hmm. um, and I think you've got the um, the uh, home and garden show coming up. I think it it's is. in March. It is so. Easter weekend. Easter weekend, uh-huh. yeah. So that's a big, that's a big one that too. That is. But for now, yeah, come come this weekend and check it out because it's just a good vibe. 
good people and uh, a lot of great stuff. And the good thing about these home shows is it's really an education when you walk around the floor. If you're thinking, you may you may be a couple of years out, but it's you just get better educated to what's out there on the right. market. And there's some good people there offering their mm-hmm. services too. So what's the question, um, Carl, that everybody <clears throat> asks you? Oh my God. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Gosh, where are you from? Okay. Um, <laughs> where are you from in Australia? Carl, uh, can you renovate my kitchen or my house? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a Sydney boy. Okay. Yeah, I'm a Sydney boy. And mm-hmm. you laughed this. I was just uh, a week and a half ago. I was at the Australian Open. And you wouldn't believe it. I won tickets to go there. And guess what? I represented the United States of America. That's hysterical. Yeah, so I had an American flag in front of me, and that's, it was great. That's hysterical. Yeah. And so Roger I had to speak won. with American accent. Didn't Roger Federer win? <laughs> He did. Yeah, oh, he did. And I, I was meant was to go great. there and play with um, uh, Rafael Nadal, mm-hmm. um, but he actually got injured. So I ended up playing on, on court with a uh, gentleman called Mark Philippoussis. He was the Australian Oh, champion. I remember him. He yeah. was also one of the bachelors at one point. I think you're right. He yeah, was. was. It wasn't you, The oh, Bachelor. Right. It was mm-hmm. a. It was an off show of The Bachelor, though. But he was on it. <laughs> so you so guys you know big, that stuff, are you don't big, you? We do. That's are you a big tennis to player? Um, I... Not really. I got a terrible story, and that was when I was really young. Um, my mum had actually got me ten- tennis lessons, right? And my objective of the game was hit the tennis balls over the net, and when I finish, I could walk home and collect them out of the gutter. Well, I had Tony Roach as a teacher. Now, he's an Australian legend. And when we're actually staying, we're at the uh, Hyatt Grand in Melbourne, and I had Tony Roach, I had, we had Federer, we had everybody staying at this hotel, and I'm just thinking, what a... M- Lost opportunity right. from Carl just hitting the balls over the net to try and steal it. <laughs> no. you know? um, but no, it's a great game, and uh, it was it was a fantastic time. Mark Philippoussis was on a show back in 2007 called Age of Love. That was it, because he was dating women over 40 or something, I remember. Yeah. He was doing yeah. something like <laughs> that. And guess where he lives? He's an Aussie. He's a Greek Australian. Yeah. He lives in Cardiff in uh, California. He does... Every- are all you guys coming over here to California? Oh, Do you only, love only California? The good ones. <laughs> only the good ones. Only the good ones. All right. So if anyone has a question, 651-641-1071 yeah, on remodeling or anything, is there something about, um, okay, I was asking you about New Zealand because it's like the last, last frontier and I know a lot of rich people from like mm-hmm. Silicon Valley are going there and buying up areas and everything and they're like, go over there, Fun grab sheet. some... Grab some sheep, grab some sheep, grab some land now. And I have a friend who just got back from there. I mean, is it just amazing? It's beautiful. And and see, Australia is the same size as the U.S., um, New Zealand is much smaller, so New Zealand's a great place to go because you can travel and see the whole thing in a couple of weeks. But New Zealand's great. You know, everyone says, oh, I don't want to go to Australia. The spiders and snakes will eat me whole. It's not the case. But in New Zealand, there's nothing there that'll bite you. Nice. Nothing? Oh, nothing? Nutter. <laughs> no mosquitoes. No oh, snakes. Think, uh, no snakes. Spiders, anything. It's it's really quite bizarre that way. You know, it's an island, and yeah. um, there's really nothing there on the island. It's a it's a beautiful place. If you go to Sydney, Australia, it's like a, a small Manhattan. It's fast paced. It's modern. It's cool. And you go to New Zealand, it's like you've stepped back fifty years. Mm-hmm. So it's very quiet, and it's it's not behind. It's just how they roll. It's how just, they roll. And it's it looks beautiful. so cool. Their own yeah. island pace. Okay, so do Correct. you you? I was reading that you're a snake guy too. Yeah, I'm, I'm an animal nut. I think all Aussie kids are. But I I used to be a wildlife rescuer, and I kind of 
and I still am. And I was the board member there at the Wildlife Way Station in LA, and we've got 476 exotics. Uh, like, there. what are the exotics um, that come up in LA? Um, well, it's kind of the two-legged variety. Okay. Yeah, the the the, the strange people of Los Angeles. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yes. Well, what the thing is with LA over the this is going back uh, 30, 40 years is a lot of the rock rock stars and whatnot wanted tigers, so they would get these. Yeah. Um, you know, tigers and whatnot, and sadly they would declaw them oh. and they would have them as pets. Well, what happens is they grow up and they're a little bit too large to handle yeah. and they end up at the wildlife way mm -hmm. station. So what we do is we we have a facility. It's more like a sanctuary mm -hmm. and we've got veterinarians in there to reclaw the tigers. Who knew you and could do, do that? How do you reclaw a tiger? You work with Tibby Hedren first yeah. of all. No, it's funny. She's okay. on the other side She's of the a, mountain. Okay. Yeah, okay. Which, is in, um, which is just in the hills of Los okay. Angeles. She has another yeah. uh, sanctuary out there mm -hmm. as well yeah. and she's just over the hill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do you reclaw? Mm -hmm. I've never even heard of this. I know we're not talking about home and gardening now, but this is fascinating. How do you reclaw a lion? Okay. Oh, well, have you get out the toolkit and you bring out the drill and the pliers. No, it's it's really a difficult thing to do. They have to get cartilage. They have to, of course, the animals are asleep. They've got to, they've got to pull the cartilage, add additional cartilage, tie it onto the claw and reinsert it. It's really <gasps> tricky. There's only a few veterinarians here in the United States wow. that can do it. And funny enough, the gentleman I did radio with eight years called Court Stoskoff in Los Angeles, his brother is the 10th best veterinarian in the world and he lives in North Carolina and he performs that's incredible. So does your That's organization fly him out to Los Angeles to perform this procedure? Uh, no, they've actually got their own. They've got their they've own. They've got their own. All right. Yeah. Okay, I have a question for you. So <laughs> yesterday we learned that Jennifer Aniston and Justin Thoreau split. <clears throat> okay. You know who they are, right? Yep. Okay. Their home is featured in the March issue of Architectural Digest. And people have said, and I didn't know that this was a common thing, if a celebrity's home is featured in Architectural Digest, it means they want to sell it. Is that a common? The woman from um, People Magazine said, "Of course, that's common. Everyone knows that." Do you know that? Uh, yes and no. It's a, it's a, it, that is there could be a long term plan. Where when in Australia I used to do small developments as, as well, mm -hmm. and I used to bring El Decor and whatnot in, and we do a photo shoot, and that would always be good to publicise it and feature it just yeah. before selling it. It's not a bad thing to do when you finish renovating because it's nice and new and clean, mm -hmm. and then you may be selling it in two or three years time little tip for people out there to do as well. Um, so it could go either way. There's a lot of celebrities that have been in a Architectural Digest and um, they've featured it, but sometimes they have done that because someone like Gaganow or a sponsor or Cambria or whatever have jumped in and highlighted their house with their product. Okay. And mm -hmm. quite often that's the case too. Okay. Well, this is, she wants to sell it and it's ah. a pocket listing. Do you know what a pocket listing is? I've never heard of this before in my life. Have you I, heard of it? I have, but it's I, a pocket I'm listing. A blank. The pocket listing price is seventy-five million dollars for this home. Have you? Did you see the pictures? Oh, we'll go it's beautiful. Buy two it's of them. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> seventy-five have, mil. It means a potential buyer must have a net worth of at least two hundred million to even view the home. Hence ne the pocket listing. Yeah. So there, I mm, thought that was a right. groovy new term. That pocket is inserted onto my jeans. No, yeah, I, I, I've not even come close to that pocket. <laughs> that is a just, huge amount. I know, right? Wow. So I just thought that was a great new term. I wonder for all if of us. they, you know, if you qualify, if there's attitude associated with that. Excuse me, <laughs> do you have more than seventy-five million dollars? <laughs>
Yeah. Of course, yes. That is such a huge in amount of money. You know, back in the day, it was like it was either Ellen or it was Oprah. Oprah had the $55 million home in Montecito. Yes. I'll tell you what now, that's behind, isn't it? Wait. That's not such a big deal. It isn't. Mm-hmm. No, we're up to 75 And think about that, $75 million, and then you've got to get curtains, and then you've got to furnish the place. Right, and, and then, then you'll you have to remodel it eventually. Yeah. I yeah. know. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. All right, it was such a treat to meet you, Carl. It was a pleasure meeting you. Carl Champley, he will be at the Minneapolis Home and Remodeling Show this weekend. And there's, they're offering free rides on the light rail. You just have to go to the website, metrotransit.com, and you can print off a free ride. And it, that's just a great way to get to U.S. Bank Stadium, especially on the Green Line. It was right there. Absolutely. Yeah, right come here. and give us a hug and check Reception. out all the great stuff. Nice uh, to meet you. Thank you, Carl. Yeah. Well, yes. All right, when we come back, coming up, we still have tickets to give away to Bon Jovi on April 28th and a little Shazam. And we're going to learn out about Catch and Kill. We'll be right back. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Right now, get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton Shred. Accessories like non-slip grip resistance bands, a heart rate monitor, yoga blocks, and more. Take your workout to the next level with Peloton, motivation that moves you. Hurry, this limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access memberships separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh-cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. 